Welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad Podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he's my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So, Dad. Yes. Which of your personality traits would you like to uh, make a little adjustment to? Change a little bit? Ooh. Um, it's it's kind of weird because, you know, we just went through working genius. Right. Which is incredible. Uh, very, very freeing in a lot of ways. But mm-hmm. it, it kind of fit with something I've known about myself for a long time. I don't feel as guilty as I used to be because right. of working genius. But I am really good at imagining stuff. Mm-hmm. And and in my mind, seeing it all, but then when it comes down to doing it day by day, mm. that's where I struggle. And I always thought I was just a failure. Mm. But right. Lencioni's book makes me realize, oh, that's just how I'm wired. Right. It's not an excuse. I've still got to get things done. Yeah. But if, if that would be one where if I was a little better about finishing, mm-hmm. about getting to the end of a project... And, and being a little bit more of that tenacious person toward things, that would probably be what I would want to do. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you who don't know us, I'm almost like the same as my dad in a <laughs> yeah, lot of ways. Are. It was scary. And so like even on that little uh, that survey, we had almost exactly the same results. Yeah. Um, I think there was one thing that was flipped. Yeah, and wonder it wasn't and invention, even- I think we were switched. Like mm-hmm. one was just a little higher than the other on each of us. Yeah, so there was only like one difference. And, uh, so similarly, it would be good for me to be able to finish things, but, uh, to not copy you, I would say that one thing is to be able to switch off the invention Mm, gifting would be nice because I sometimes am constantly coming up with new stuff. And in a way it can almost be a burden Yeah. because if you don't do it a lot, you get like an itch to do it. Yeah. And then once you do it, you almost feel obliged to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And so like, there's just this constant stream of new tasks and projects that you could do. And in a way that can be kind of stressful because you're like, I can't do all this. Like I came up with six new ideas this morning, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it would be, it would be nice to, to almost master the art of being able to be like, not right now, Brent. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's turn it off for the rest of the day. You came up with, 243 ideas. <laughs> Let's stop at 243. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what I would choose. Yeah. One of the things that helped me is I built a file in my Evernote just called ideas. And if I have one that I really want to jazz on, mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, it's not. So I just throw it in there and that lets it incubate. Mm-hmm. And I, I know I have it. So it makes me feel better, but that's helped me because sometimes I'll think of something and I'll just be like, I'm going to do that. And I've got six other projects I'm not yep. done with. Exactly. And I want to start working on this one because it's mm-hmm. exciting. And so, yeah, it's true. It's true. Which what's funny to me is that there's a lot of people out there that aren't like that. Yeah, it's true. You know, that's just how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I bet everybody has this problem. No. Yeah. Like my wife's a great example. She doesn't think like that. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have like the 10,000 new ideas randomly hitting her and wanting to start all of them. Yeah. You know, and and in a way, there's just a slight bit of envy sometimes because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, you can just you can just have a normal day and just <laughs> yeah. 
that's it, you yeah, know, yeah. like that sounds pretty sweet. It is. Sometimes you, you walk around the house and you see all the things that you want to do mm-hmm. that you're not doing. And that can, where you start to kind of beat yourself up. Yeah. It's easy to fall into that. It is. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump in with the actual topic of the day. Um, as we have said, multiple weeks in a row, we are still in the process of the personal reboot. Mm-hmm. And today we are talking about values, yeah. um, the importance of values, what are values. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really one of the key tools for success. So since people talk about how important that is, can you give us some examples of, of why it may be important or maybe some situations to where if you don't have your values set up, what that would result in? Yeah, values are, are essentially how you kind of gauge everything in what you do. What you value is what you set as important. Mm-hmm. You know, we just talked about for us, we have these ideas yeah. and they're important to us, but they can kind of get in the way. Man. But when you value something, you kind of put it ahead of other things. So if I value a person more than other people, mm-hmm. then I'm going to maybe listen to them more, spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. If I value, you know, my health, mm-hmm. I'm going to exercise. Or yeah. if I value my spiritual health, I'm going to mm-hmm. spend time in the word. What do you value is, is you know, an easy way to illustrate it. When you go to the buffet, yeah, what do you pick? True. You can't eat everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can try. And we but all get did sick. that, especially in college. We tried yeah. to eat everything. We gave it our best. But they, they keep making more food, so you can't eat it all. But eventually, you get to that point where you're like, okay, what do I really want? Mm-hmm. And and I try to, whenever I'm at a place that has a buffet, I try to be very picky. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, what looks good to me? What am I in the mood for? And you value because you know I can't eat it all. And if I try, I'm going to become a whale. Mm. So you just kind of, okay, let me find out what I value. And I think we have to do that with life. Yeah, that's a really good illustration, the buffet, because life is like a limitless buffet. It is. Especially today, Mm because I think, you know, if you rewind a few hundred years, you didn't have that many options, you know, and and praise God that we get so many options. It's awesome that you can literally do almost anything. Yeah. You can do almost anything out there. Uh, But with that, the the importance of priorities really skyrockets because mm-hmm. like if you grew up as like a a farmer in the 1200s yeah. you know in in eastern europe yeah. i mean what are you going to do you're going to farm yeah you're going to go home you're going to hang out with your family until you go to bed that's pretty much all you got yeah. besides yeah, like you maybe lot. you go to the 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 church on sunday and, yeah. and that's about it yeah. you know so you don't you don't have a lot of things competing for your time mm-hmm. but with us we do yeah. We have a ton of things. Like every time you get on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever social media that may be, yeah. you are inundated with new ideas of like, you have to do this. You yeah. got to go for this. You should do this. Yeah. You got, you know, with school, people are like, oh, you should go to this school. You know, like if you're in high school, you should yeah. go to that college. You should yeah. go to that college. You know, you should do this as a career. You should do that as a career. Yeah. Money is what's important. Mm-hmm. Oh, just do what you love. You know, like you have all these competing things that you can do yeah and that's where priorities comes in priorities becomes like you said being picky in a good way yeah yeah and what you value is what you use to kind of choose and say how am i going to do it because Mm -hmm. if you don't value anything you really can't choose Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to get to a point like i've dropped a couple of my um online streaming services 
because one, I wasn't really watching them. And two, I'm like, okay, which ones do I, do I really want to watch? Yeah. And, and even if it's for a season, that way I don't have them all going. So I limit my choices. Right. And that's kind of good because it forces me, okay, I'm going to pick from these two. Mm-hmm. Of course, one is always going to be Crunchyroll. I, I'm going to keep that forever. But, you know, right now I'm doing Crunchyroll and BritBox. I'm watching mm-hmm. a lot of British. And that's forcing me to kind of stay in those zones and not go, well, what do I feel like? Where well, I've done nights where I'll sit there for 30 minutes. Standing, mm-hmm. watch nothing. Yeah. And be like, you know, you just kind of feel yucky after that. And so I think values help us kind of bring our mind in and go, okay, let me bring a little discipline to my action. Mm-hmm. And that way I can really pick what I want. Yeah. You can almost think of it like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. When you have a restaurant that does 7,000 different things, yeah, it's usually an indicator that it doesn't do any of them that great. Yeah. But when you have a restaurant that does like one thing and like, it's like, you know, a grandma and grandpa who yeah. grew up, you know, in the middle of the woods and yeah, they yeah. just, all they do is make steaks and potatoes <laughs> and, and yeah, that, that restaurant's great. existing. Those are going to be the best yeah. steak and potatoes you've ever eaten in your life. Yeah. It's um, true. Because they have focused mm-hmm. and they focus on making that one thing excellent. Yeah. It's or, true. Or like a, a Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. versus, you know, maybe, I mean, I don't want to be bogus to Wendy's, but like a Wendy's yeah. to where like, yeah, they do burgers, but they also have this chicken stuff, and then they also have this and that, and then they're also they're always like switching it up and trying to change things up. But Chick Fil A yeah. is like, we do chicken sandwiches, and you know what? After about fifteen years, we're going to come out with one that's spicy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and it was the biggest deal <laughs> when they went from just having a normal chicken sandwich yeah. to having a yeah. spicy chicken sandwich. I know. But you knew yeah. when they it, when they put that thing in there, it was going to be incredible. Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of what we have to do for our life. Mm-hmm. If we try and do all of it, we're not going to do much of it that great. Yeah. And what you value is, I think, how you you come in and say, okay, what is most important to me? Mm-hmm. And and that's a good thing. It's not that you're going to block out, but you have to specialize mm-hmm. or you'll never do anything because you're afraid of missing out. You know, the fear of missing out, I think, is actually paralyzing a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so when you prioritize you're coming in and saying, okay, I'm not going to worry about what I miss out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really focus on these things because this is what's important to me. Yeah. It, there's the fear of missing out. And then there's also the element of a fear of failure mm-hmm. because it's yeah. like, what if I commit to this Yeah, and it, it doesn't work? Yeah. Or what if I commit to this and, and it doesn't turn out the way I think? What if I'm not happy doing it? Mm-hmm. Well, the the truth is you can start something new if you have to, Yeah. but uh, that's not a reason to not pick anything mm-hmm. because the truth is, and, and I'd love for you to kind of explain this. You have said before that everyone has priorities. Mm-hmm. Everyone has values. Yeah. Um, it's really just a question of whether you're doing it on purpose or not. So yeah. what do you mean when you say everyone has values and priorities? Well, everybody's going to value something in their life. And they're either going to do it intentionally, this is what's important to me, or unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And and the value is, is like that filter that everything comes through in your brain. Mm-hmm. So the way you see things has to do with what you value. And if you're not intentional about your values, a lot of times you will unintentionally make your values all about you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're seeing in our society today. And so it really comes down to intentional and unintentional values. Everyone's going to value something. Mm-hmm. You know, people, when they go to a restaurant, you're going to pick what you want to eat. 
because of what you value and what you're in the mood for at that moment, your yeah. health, all these things. Everybody's going to choose to live their life based on their values. Mm -hmm. If they say they have no values, then it's it's a lie. Um, yeah. Their their value is usually just going to be something that's kind of selfish and self-centered. Yeah, I, I think that's true. Or like whatever may be the easiest in the moment or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of times it, it becomes the path of least resistance, which mm -hmm. is usually not the best thing. Yeah. A good way of thinking about values is they're like the grid through which you make the decisions of life. Mm -hmm. They really are. They're like the filter. You yeah. know, in my mind, what matters? And, and yeah. that affects what decision decisions you make and yeah. then ultimately who you become. Mm -hmm. um, because the decisions you make over the long haul change you. Yeah, they so, change everything about you. Yeah, when you set your values, you're kind of setting a path to who you are becoming. Mm -hmm. Because every day is the journey yeah. of becoming. Every day is the journey of changing. You're never static. You're never just yeah. like, I think sometimes that's a problem with the question of like, who am I? Mm -hmm. People are like, who am I? Well, a lot of that's up to you. Yeah, God, really is. God gave you stuff to start out with. Mm -hmm. He's got a general plan for your life, yeah. but he's also given you free will. And a lot of that can adjust based on your decisions. Yeah, and the decisions we make are kind of how we choose that direction for mm -hmm. us. So yeah, you, the way that you make decisions comes from your values mm -hmm. and that adjusts who you become. Yeah. So let's talk about the difference between those two categories you made. Mm -hmm. Intentional values yeah. and then unintentional values. Explain to us what good intentional values look like, what they do. Maybe give us a little bit of an idea. Yeah, intentional values are really how you choose how you're going to live. And that's the point. And you, you said that we, God gives us a choice mm -hmm. in so many areas. And so we choose what we want to do. And you say, does it really work that way? It really does. Like you choose a lot of times your attitude. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we think happiness is something that just happens. Mm -hmm. It's really something we choose. You can choose to be happy. You say, well, I don't feel happy, but you can still choose to be happy. And the feelings a lot of times will follow your choices. Right. And so when you intentionally value something, you choose it whether you feel it or not. Mm -hmm. And that's the key point of intentionality. You know, people who get into exercise, they get past that point where they, they're like, this is important. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And they do it again and again. And eventually they start to enjoy it more and more. Mm -hmm. But they know there's going to be sometimes they're not going to feel it, but they know on the other side of it. They'll like it, so they choose it. That's intentional. Mm -hmm. You know, when you marry someone and you say, I'm going to marry you and spend my life with you, you're intentionally choosing them mm -hmm. and saying, I'm going to forget all the rest. Yeah. And I'm going to be just with you. Mm -hmm. So you're valuing that person. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to understand is, is it's kind of our way of living on purpose. Yeah. Instead of just taking life as it comes and mm -hmm. reacting to everything, mm -hmm. you're actually choosing where you want to go. Just like when you get in a car, you don't drive based on just the road that's up ahead. Yeah. Oh, that road looks good. Let me go down that. <laughs> yeah. You can do that, but you'll get lost. You're going to end up somewhere very random. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, how did I get to Iowa? I mm -hmm. was going to Kentucky, you know, whatever. Yeah. But for us, we have to choose how we're going to live life. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean we're gods of our own life, but God gives us choice and he expects us to have agency in what we do. And that's mm -hmm. intentionality. Yeah. And when, when you don't have intentionality with setting your values, 
you fall to what we could call the tyranny of the urgent. Yeah, it's true. Whatever is the most in your face wins. Mm -hmm. And the truth is a lot of times what's the most in your face is not the most important. Occasionally it is, Mm -hmm. but that's actually kind of rare. Usually whatever's the most in your face is not the most important. I think of a, uh, I think of a guy who has a very high intensity job. Yeah. And because his job's so high intensity, he always ends up staying late in the office mm-hmm. because he he hasn't set his values. He hasn't been intentional. Yeah. So he's focusing on, oh, well, I got to get this project done. I got to mm-hmm. get this thing done. But he's missing the moments with his own family. Yeah. Because he hasn't intentionally set that value, he's now focusing on whatever's the most urgent. And that's not that important. Like yeah. nobody like when, when you're at your... When, it, when it's your funeral one day, nobody's going to come up and be like, man, he always got his work done <laughs> right true. on time. Yeah. You know, yeah. nobody's going to say that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't. And so you have to kind of come to a realization that whenever you pick your values, it, it almost gives you, it empowers you mm-hmm. because now you have a grid. Now yeah. you can say, oh, it's this or this. Well, let me look at the values that that I've set. Okay. I'm definitely going to go with this one. Yeah. And you're right. I think- when we when we don't when we're not intentional with our values we're we're unintentional and the tyranny of the urgent I think is a good way to coordinate because I think so many people today are living based on the tyranny of the urgent the tyranny of what's what's big right now mm-hmm. you know like all the people who are trying to be influencers mm-hmm. you know oh what's the big rage on on TikTok or whatever mm-hmm. I've got to try to do that so what mm-hmm. they're doing is they're not creating content what they're doing is they're making content based on others based on other situations so they're not being intentional and and so what we have to do is understand that intentionality has everything to do with values if you're not intentional the unintentional values your boss is going to run you Mm -hmm. your your selfishness your your whatever the emergency is, like you said, mm-hmm. that will become the urgent. That mm-hmm. will become your value. Yep. And that's, that's when true. other people control your life. Yeah. And a lot of times you'll feel that. You'll be like, something's just missing. Yeah. And a lot of times we'll start blaming outside things when what we really need to do is look within and say, okay, what am I doing? How am I doing this? What mm-hmm. am I doing to myself? Yeah. And I think it's also important to note that some values will never change. Yeah. And some values will like, it's always mm-hmm. good to go and examine your values as your seasons of life change. Yeah. Cause like whether you have kids or not yeah, is very much going to change where your values lie. Mm-hmm. If you don't have kids, obviously they don't have to be on the the list, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but if you do, then they go, they get pretty high on the list if yeah. you want to have a healthy family. Yeah. It's like when you get married, when you have kids and really, uh, are you going to serve God or not? Are you going to, are you going to live for something higher than yourself? Oh yeah. You know, and I think that's where intentional values are. Okay. What's my worldview? You know, do I believe in God? Am I going to, am I going to serve him? And, yeah. And that decision really sets so many other things. It does. There are, there are cornerstone values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, things that are the foundation of your other values. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to talk about that next week whenever we go into how to set values, Mm -hmm. but it's also remembering that your values aren't just a general list where everything's equal. Even your values have priorities. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I value this and I value this, 
Well, which one's more important to me? Yeah, and that's the thing. You have to start with values, and then your priorities come from that. Because mm-hmm. you, if you say, I value my family, mm-hmm. okay, well, a lot of people say that, but it needs to work into your action. What are you prioritizing? Because mm-hmm. you can say you value something, but then how you act really shows the reality of what you value. And the other element is like, yes, you value your family, mm-hmm. but what order? Yeah, yeah. Like, wh- what's more important to you? Your your kids or your grandparents? Yeah. What's more important to you? The extended family that you meet with or is it your spouse? Yeah. You know, yeah. the mother-in-law true. or the spouse? Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know, yeah. that's kind of an important question. It is an important question. Okay, so we don't have much time left, but I, yeah. I just want you to give me, if, if we don't have any values, if we're mm-hmm. unintentional with our values, yeah. I guess would be the better way to say yeah. it. Yeah. What happens aside from the tyranny of the urgent? What are some of the things that end up occurring? Yeah, I think what'll happen is the the urgent will control us, but also we're gonna we're gonna just look at what's best right now mm-hmm. and we won't think long term. Mm-hmm. We're gonna choose what do I want in the mm-hmm. moment. And that usually doesn't always come out well. You know, like a person who's just used to, this is what I want. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, if, if you don't curb that, eventually you're going to make some bad choices and it's mm-hmm. going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to make choices that will alienate other people around you because yeah. they're going to realize you're not someone they can trust because mm-hmm. everything you do is about self. Mm-hmm. And so those that's the dangerous side of the unintentional is you'll go very much inward and you'll be really controlled by your your, your passions, your emotions. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like animals. I mean, I'm not trying to say everybody's an animal who doesn't have values, but, you know, animals do everything by instinct. Right. And humans, I think, are getting very much like that. Mm. When, we, when we cast off any type of system of values, mm-hmm. we become very instinctual. Mm-hmm. You know, I want this person. I'm going to have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm married. What's the big deal? You know, and it's like, well, that will destroy the family. Yeah. It just will. And it does. And it has. Um, so what you're doing is in the moment that felt like the right thing to do, mm-hmm. but you gave up all this other for it. Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing we have to be careful and, and bring in something that's higher than us, mm-hmm. that's above mm-hmm. us. And that's why, you know, scripture, I think, is the best way to do it. No, I agree 100%. Um, I think we just have to recognize that. We will, if we go by the moment, if we go by the feelings, if we go by selfishness, we'll mess ourselves up. Yeah, we will. We'll destroy ourselves every time. Like when you go throughout history, people who have done their own thing Mm -hmm. usually aren't remembered very well. No, no, it usually, or they burn out or they, they, they do good for a little bit and then they start making bad choices. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not pretty. Yeah. So this is. Like next week, as we talk about how to set up the values, yeah, this is going talk to about prioritizing things next week. Exactly, yeah, and it'll it'll set you up for success in the future. It really will, because whenever you go through those steps and go through that process, and then learn to examine it from time to time, you're going to be empowered to live in a better way. Yeah. So check out next week. Let's go ahead and go into the uh, the questions now. Yeah, let's do it. So there are three questions, as there usually are. This is number one. What can I do to not always feel like I'm playing catch up with life? This is a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. And I think it kind of, <laughs> I mean, not to 
pat ourselves on the back. But this week's getting some values is I think the beginning process of if you're always feel like you're catching up, then somewhere you're letting other people control mm-hmm. and you need to pull back, set your own values, and then listen to next week's show, learn how to prioritize, mm-hmm. because then you'll figure out maybe what I'm doing that I don't need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we feel that way because we've said yes to too many things. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do too much. Um, and we need to pull back here or you know, do more here. And we need to really figure out, can I do all of this? Should I do all of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times we kind of put ourselves in that place because we don't know what's really important to us. Yeah. No, that's very good. I think the, uh, in a way, this has a lot to do with values and priorities, but setting boundaries, Mm -hmm. I think is very important because the truth is the checklist never ends. Yeah, it does. It'll never end. You're never going to get to a point where everything's taken care of. Yeah. And you can just chill. Yeah. Like that's, life's never going to give that to you. Mm -mm. As much as we want to say, once I make this much money, yeah, you know, once I get these things fixed around the house, you know, once I get this degree, once I get this promotion, yeah, then I'm going to be able to chill. Yeah. Wrong every time. It's it completely does, it wrong. Work that way. It it never will work that no. way. And you got two choices. One, you can be bitter about that, mm-hmm. or two, you can say, well, since my life is a journey, not a destination, yeah, I'm going to set boundaries of, hey, I'm going to take this time and I'm just going to exist. Yeah. I'm going to just live. I'm going to make memories with my family. I'm going to be with these people that are in my life. Whatever that may look like, that yeah. helps you realize that you're more than just the tasks you do. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be, you know, I find for me, like my wife and I set Saturdays aside as a, as like a Sabbath, yeah. you know, we, we chill, we relax and that's important to me. And mm-hmm. I, I really fight for that. If anybody yeah. ever sets anything on Saturdays, yeah. I'm usually going to, I'm either going to say no, yeah, or I'm going to say, Hey, I'll do it this time. But if we could not do that again, like we had that with a worship yeah. time, I was yeah. like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'll stick with it. I know we had a lot of stuff happen, but if we could not do that again, that'd be great. And it's not because I'm a jerk. Yeah. It's because I know that that person and every other person in my life will set a schedule based on what they want. Yeah. And I, if I just let it happen to me, mm-hmm. they may not do it intentionally, Yeah, but I'm just going to be constantly responding to what other people do and getting other things done and, and, and grinding into the dust. Yeah. And you'll be living a responsive life instead yeah. of what we said, a proactive, intentional life. Mm-hmm. You'll always be responding and you'll always feel like you're playing catch up. Yes. That's the danger. It is. Ooh, this next question. Okay. Crocs. Yes. yes or no? Do we wear them with socks? I mean, like, what? Um, what's the deal with Crocs? They came back, and nobody thought they would. Crocs are back. When I was in Korea, it was amazing. They had huge Croc stores, mm-hmm. and they're really big into the decorating of their Crocs, mm-hmm. putting things in the holes and all that. Um, I wear Crocs around the house. I use them as, like, my house shoes. Mm-hmm. I don't wear them out in public. Mm-hmm. I just can't. And, you know, maybe I'm old school. Well, I am old school, but, you know... I just, in fact, one day I was going somewhere, I got in the car and started driving away and realized in the, I've still got my Crocs on. I turned around and came back. <laughs> I just, I just can't do it. I do wear them with socks because I don't like my feet. I don't like bare feet in shoes. I just don't. I don't know why. Um, but, but for me, I wear them with socks, but I only wear them around the house. I don't wear them out in public. I know people do more power to you. Mm-hmm. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I, 
I personally loved Crocs the first time around. Yeah, I was oh, like, I was a kid. Like I wore them all the time. Yeah, you did, and because they were comfortable. Yeah, that's my number one priority. Yeah. We talked about values. We, comfort. Uh, comfort. Comfort is a value comfort for me when it king. comes to to clothes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I would I would have a pair. I'd wear it around the house. Mm-hmm. I might even wear it in public. I don't know. Yeah, my wife hates them. She says that if I ever get a pair, she's gonna burn them. <laughs> and I don't think she's joking. No, she's not. I don't think it's a joke. Yeah. I I think she hates them so much. Yeah. That that she would do that. She'll let you get sliders, but not crocs. And that that's my thing. I have slides now. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what has replaced crocs for yeah. me. Slides will take care of it. Yeah, I guess I'm more stylish or whatever. <laughs> um final question. Okay. Can you give me a couple more examples of using habit talk uh habit stacking like you talked about last episode? Oh yeah, we talked about that last episode. Um I think um you do when you wash dishes, you watch anime. I watch anime 100%. Yeah. Um, for me, when I clean the house, I'm listening to a podcast or a book. Um, in fact, there's a there's a podcast that I really enjoy, comes out every day. And a lot of times when I'm cooking or doing things, I have that going mm-hmm. because it's nice because it you're thinking about stuff, but it's not so heavy that you can't, you know, concentrate on what you're doing. And it makes right. me, I'm, oh, I'm going to clean now. So I listen to a book when I do stuff like that. Yep. And it just makes you feel like, okay, I, I'm enjoying this. Um, I'm debating on whether to share this one or not, but it's been one of the most effective habit stacks I've ever done. Uh-oh. I do language practice whenever I have to go to the bathroom. Yep. There because it's something that I know I'm going to do every day. Yeah. And so I do Duolingo at that time. Yeah. Most people just check social media, yeah. you know, but I've made it to where... I do Duolingo and mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing it every day for a couple of years now. Yeah. And it's because I combined a habit I knew I do yeah, yeah. with a habit that I wanted to develop. That's well, another way to use it. It's funny because recently I've got a bunch of books I'm kind of reading and reading through. Yeah. So I started just the other day and we talked about habit stacking. I take one. And I set it in the bathroom. Yeah. Right in front. There you go. So the phone doesn't come out as easy because I see the book. And it's and I'm right like, there. I want to read that. Yeah. Even and so each day I do a different book. So it's mm-hmm. a little variety. Yeah. But you know, five, ten minutes, fifteen, depending on if you have issues, you know, <laughs> you can get a lot of reading in. It's and true. uh it's just it's not a bad thing. I tell men all the time, you can read if you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You probably go at least five minutes a day. Mm-hmm. You could get some reading done mm-hmm. and and do something to grow. Yeah. So I mean, that may be a little crass on the on the habit stacking side, but hey, it's a way to do it. Well, the first examples we gave, like the anime and yeah. stuff, that's combining something that's a task that with something that you enjoy. Yeah, right. That's one way to habit stack. The second example we gave with going to the bathroom, that's combining a habit that you want to develop. With something you know that you have to do. That's a good, yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know, like, let's say you want to spend more time with your wife. Yeah. You know, you you guys just don't spend enough time together. Well, you know, you have to eat every day. Yeah. So what if you made dinner time, table time? Yeah. And what if you made table time, talking time? So every time we eat, we're not going to, we're going to move from the couch. Yeah. And we're not going to just watch something while we're eating. Yeah. We're going to sit at the table and we're going to talk. Yeah. Like that is something you know you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And so you combine it with something you want to develop. Yeah. Like I've seen some people where they, a lot of times they'll watch stuff while they're exercising. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like on a treadmill or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's a way of combining right. habits. I don't knock them for that. I that's think, how I started. Yeah, that's how a lot of people do it because I'm going to go through the series, but I'm only going to watch it when I'm on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. So what does that do? It makes you go to the treadmill. I got to go check out the treadmill because yeah. I need to know what happens in the next episode of this drama. I know. I know. So mm-hmm. it's it's not a bad thing, no. especially when it builds a habit. Yes. And it helps you do something that you want to do. Yeah. No, it, that's exactly right. Yeah. And if you guys need any more advice or you have any more questions, feel free to, you can message us on Instagram at the Hey Dad Podcast, or you can email us at questions at heydad.us. That's all the time we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. and We will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.